0: This is part two about convicted murderer Sam Littleton Jr. In part one, I told you about how on February the 11th, 2011, 26 year old Tiffany Brown had gone missing in Fountain, Ohio, which is in Logan County. Then days later, the Russell couple had gone missing in Belfontain. I told you how unfortunately Tiffany's partially clothed body was found in the basement of Sam Littleton Jr's home that he shared with Tiffany's mom. I ended with the Logan County Sheriff's Department putting out an alert for the Russell's vehicle based on the fact that they found a piece of paper at their home that had Sam Littleton Jr's cell phone number on it. That happened on February the 17th. Now let's take a look what it took law enforcement to catch and arrest Sammy Littleton Jr. here on Murderers in Ohio. Russell's car, the Logan County Sheriff's Department found out that the car had been seen at the rest stop in Butler County. Law enforcement went to that rest stop wanting to look through the trash can, but the trash had already been picked up. The trash that had been picked up had been taken to a Rumpke landfill in Cincinnati. They were looking for clues that could tell them where the Russells could be. The next day on February the 18th, law enforcement puts out an arrest warrant for Sam Littleton Jr. They were going to charge him for the murder of Tiffany Brown. The charges were going to be for murder, clonious assault, and abuse of a corpse. Law enforcement did have a reason for doing this. Tiffany's cell phone activity ended on February the 11th of 2011. They found out that the last person that Tiffany had contact with was Sam Littleton, Jr. There were texts about discussing a Valentine's gift for Tiffany's mom. Sam wanted her to come over to his house. The last text message from Tiffany was to Sam saying, Okay, be there in 10, meaning she would be at Sam's house in 10 minutes. Then they found the truck that Sam drove that was registered to them. Tiffany's mom. Now Sam was missing, and a nationwide manhunt for Sam Littleton Jr. was about to begin. Back on February the 16th, around 9.50 in the morning, this was before law enforcement's second interview with Deb. Sam had left work early from Kenton Iron Works in Kenton, Ohio. This was when law enforcement Thanks Sam went on the run. He was either getting really paranoid, not knowing what to do, or someone tipped him off that law enforcement would be coming back to his house. So on February the 18th, Sammy was wanted for the murder of Tiffany Brown and also wanted for questioning about the whereabouts of Richard and Gladys Russell. All law enforcement had to do was find Sam Littleton Jr. I was told that at least one of Sammy's friends was looked into as someone that could have possibly been involved with Tiffany's murder, or maybe even knew about it, or maybe even helped Sam Littleton after the murder. However, nothing ever came of it. Law enforcement did talk to Sammy's ex-wife. Her last name is Queen. She told law enforcement about a time that Sammy tried to attack her once with a knife and had locked her down in a basement sounds similar to what he did to Tiffany. She never told anyone because she was scared for her life. They talked to Queen on February the 20th. Queen also told law enforcement that Sammy could have possibly gone to West Virginia. Sammy's dad lives there, in a remote area of the state. Sammy kept some of his life secret. Someone who knew him for years did not even know that Sammy had kids of his own. Law enforcement talked to others who knew Sammy, even Sammy's co-workers. One of Sammy's co-workers said that Sammy was using LSD up to three weeks before Tiffany's murder. Everyone they talked to said that Sammy acted differently after Tiffany was reported missing. Deb and co-workers of Sammy told law enforcement about scratches on Sammy's hands and neck. Sammy told people that, He was cleaning a fireplace crate and he dropped it, causing himself to get all scratched up. Deb had also told law enforcement that Sammy had bought cleaning agents. He told her that a dog had peed in the basement and he had to clean it up. She also said that he was guarding the basement, keeping everyone out. Deb believes that Sammy wanted a tax refund that Tiffany had received. She believes that there could have been an argument over that tax refund. Whatever the reason was, it was a vicious, violent attack on Tiffany Brown. A coroner's report will say that Tiffany was stabbed 10 times in the chest, twice in the back, and 3 times in the neck. That is 15 times total that Tiffany was stabbed that she was left in the basement under a pile of scrap wood. They did determine that she most likely died in that basement. Was it all of the drugs that caused Sammy to snap like he did? Did he want Tiffany's tax refund money for drugs? All this made law enforcement concerned about the Russell couple. They had found a piece of paper with Sammy's cell phone number on it, The truck Sammy drove was found a mile or two from the Russells' house. The Russells did know Sammy. The Russells were the people who sold Sammy the house at 729 Eastern Avenue back in 2009. The Russell couple's family were worried about Richard and Gladys. The house was gone over, nothing was out of place. The couple's medication was still at the house, and they wouldn't have gone on a trip without their medication. Law enforcement needed to locate the Russell couple. Law enforcement had gone to Rumpke Landfill in Cincinnati to ask if there was any chance of finding the trash that was collected at the rest stop. On February 21st, around 10 in the morning, the Ohio Bureau of Criminal Investigation started searching for clues on the Russells' whereabouts. They had spent most of the day there and found nothing. They went back the next day and got the same results. The manhunt for Sammy Loulton Jr. went to the state of West Virginia on February 22nd of 2011. A little after 11 in the morning, the Princeton Police Department gets a call from Sammy's dad. He told the police that Sammy had just called him from a phone at a Marathon gas station there in Princeton, West Virginia. He had called the police shortly after hanging up the phone with Sammy. Princeton police officers rushed to the gas station, however Sammy was gone. They now know that Sammy was somewhere in the Princeton, West Virginia area. Later that afternoon, Sammy's dad and sister goes on West Virginia local TV and plead for Sammy to turn himself in. Did they think that he was just sitting back somewhere watching TV? In Ohio, back in Cincinnati, the search at the landfill was suspended, but the area was kept secure for a later search. That evening around 6.37 p.m., a car was spotted behind a Walmart in Princeton, West Virginia. It was a green Mercury Grand Marquis. It was the Russells' car. However, Sammy and the Russells were nowhere to be found. Law enforcement did look at the car, and they found blood in the car. The keys to the car were gone. The next day, February 23rd, law enforcement began a search of the wooded area behind the Walmart where the car was found. West Virginia has some dense woods, and mountain areas. Law enforcement used a helicopter and a search dog to track down Sammy Littleton Jr. They found him and arrested him on a fugitive warrant. When Sammy was searched, they found the Russell's car keys in his pocket. He was arrested over 300 miles from Logan County, Ohio. Tiffany Brown's funeral also happened on February the 23rd. At the First Church of God, it is said that towards the end of the service that family members announced that Sammy had been arrested in West Virginia. Later that day, law enforcement did a press release. They were still looking for the Russells. They told the public that blood had been found in the car. Sammy was booked into the Southern Regional Jail in West Virginia. If law enforcement wanted to talk to Sammy, they would have to go to Princeton because Sammy decided that he wasn't coming back to Ohio easily. Sammy planned to fight extradition back to Ohio. He was going to stay in the Southern Regional Jail, pending his extradition hearing, without Bell. Sammy wasn't going to come back to Ohio without some kind of a deal with law enforcement. Why did Sammy not want to go to trial for the murder of Tiffany Brown? Law enforcement did several recorded interviews with Sammy. He said he doesn't know why he killed Tiffany. He just snapped. She had come over to his house on February the 11th and they had gotten into an argument. He snapped and started to strangle her. Then he stabbed her. Sammy told law enforcement that he constantly had evil thoughts. He always was thinking of hurting people, punching or kicking, or smashing things over people's heads. He had serious anger issues. Law enforcement needed Sammy to tell them what happened to Richard and Gladys Russell. On February 25th, Sammy admitted that he killed the Russell couple, and he had dumped their bodies in a cotton field in Georgia on his way to Florida. It was confirmed that Sammy was in Georgia. An officer down in Georgia had tried to pull the car over for a minor traffic violation, but the car never stopped. It fled off. It is a Georgia policy not to pursue a fleeing car. He could have been arrested in Georgia. But apparently, in Georgia, they don't chase after criminals for minor traffic violations, even if they do flee an officer. At first, he said that he didn't know why he killed the Russells, but it was mostly for their car. He strangled them and then put their bodies in the trunk of their car. Law enforcement believes that Gladys was killed in the garage on the Russell property. In the afternoon of the next day, in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Two men were looking for scrap metal on Lightfoot Mill Road near a railroad trestle. This was about 10 minutes from Interstate 75. They found the body of an elderly man. It would take till March 1st for the body to be confirmed as 84-year-old Richard Russell. Tennessee law enforcement searched the area by a helicopter for the body of Gladys. Gladys' body was never found in Tennessee. Gladys' body would not be found till March 9th, and her body was found in a cotton field in Georgia. To me, it sounds like he did not have this planned out. Well, at least Russell murders. It seems like he freaked out when he tried to cover up what he had done. Sam Littleton Jr. was facing three counts of aggravated murder. If he would have gone to trial, he could have faced the death penalty. Law enforcement needed to get Sammy back to Ohio. It was decided to reach a plea agreement with Sammy while he was still in West Virginia. Sammy agreed to take a plea deal. He would be sentenced to life without parole in prison and he would not be able to appeal his sentence. The plea deal was talked over with the families of Tiffany Brown and the Russell couple. They decided that life in prison without a chance of him being able to appeal his sentence was better than keep seeing him in court for future appeals for what could have been over the death penalty. The deal was taken to Sammy in West Virginia. All Sammy had to do was agree to the deal and come back to Ohio and make it official. I am wondering why Sammy was so determined that he did not go on trial for the three murders that happened in Bell Fountain. Was there someone else besides himself that he was trying to protect by not going to trial? Law enforcement says that Sammy really did not fully explain his actions. He did keep telling them that he constantly thought bad things. I wonder though, did he think that if he did go to trial, that by saying that he had evil thoughts, that he could use that for an insanity plea? On April 14th, 2011, Sammy was brought back to Ohio. He was booked in a county jail, fingerprinted, and then taken to a court hearing. The victim's family was at the hearing to make Sammy's plea deal official. Sammy did not acknowledge any one of the family members. It is said that Sammy's hands were trembling throughout the whole hearing. Of course, this could be because he was going to prison for the rest of his life. The plea deal was made official. Sammy was convicted of murder, he was sentenced to life in prison without a chance of parole or being able to appeal his sentence. Deb, Tiffany's mom, she was stated as saying that she felt that Sammy was sorry for what he had done. Then she called him a coward. I am Bill Swofford and this has been Murderers in Ohio. I want to say thank you to the person who brought this case to my attention and for the help that they gave me. We got the devil the road in